Oh. Hello. All right. All right. How are we doing? <laughs> I, I did more than I was expecting. I just said, oh, hello. And, and I was sort of expecting something to happen, but it, it didn't. Um, <laughs> how are you guys? I'm moving the thing around, but I don't know why. There we go. How are you all? How, how are we doing today? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, mate. Good. I'm a bit tired. I slept for 12 hours today. Or, oh, yeah, or last night, hell. rather. You slept for 12? That's a long time. A yeah, much. I went to bed at probably about, I don't know, quarter to two after I finished playing playing me video games. Hmm. I'm moving this around. Don't, just and, don't mind me. Yeah, I can see. Don't mind me. <laughs> the, the video games. And hmm. then I woke up at about quarter to two. Okay. Today. That's, that's impressive. I was up pretty early today, actually. Shocking. Uh, as usual, I am joined by Charlie Walsh. You alright? Hello. How are you doing? an average time for Charlie Walsh. What's an average time for Charlie Walsh? Like... One. One? Ish. Ish, yeah. Ish. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm also joined by Louis Burtwistle. How are you today? Alright, mate. Alright. Alright. Mm, all How right. are we doing? Mm. I'm, I'm alright. Um, mm. I'm alright. I'm awake-ish now. You're waiting now. Are you, so have you been up for like an hour? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like an hour and a half. That's yeah, insane. Like... I is that is that is that insane? I don't know. Like I feel like it is for someone who who works like a nine to five kind of job, maybe. Like... Oh, I guess in that sense, yeah, yeah, not wrong. Yeah, like I like for like for you who works until six o'clock in the morning, like that's that's not so yeah, weird. Half, half, but... half seven last night. I also <laughs> like I no, I was no. I, I thought you meant it's insane because like oh my god, you've you've only just woken up and you're on a stream. Like no, no, I've no. done I've done watch alongs like and start being live on camera four minutes after waking up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've done we did E three like one year and it was like basically falling asleep in between E three press conferences. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. No, I mean I mean it's fine because like the E three press conferences are are like four in the fucking morning or whatever, you know. I guess. Well, when you're waiting for Sony to to start doing something at four in the morning, it I think it's totally fair that you've fallen asleep in between in between conferences and. Yeah, I more just mean it's not it's not good for your body, you know. And to be waking up and, and all that stuff every however many hours. My my other half has got a Fitbit. Oh. Uh, has got a Fitbit and mm. she and the Fitbit tracks your sleeping, wow. among other things. Okay. Um and so and she goes to bed regularly quite like most most of the time before me mm. because obviously I work late or whatever and she has yeah. a actual job. And so a lot of the time well I say a lot of time, I will just every time when I wake up at like twelve or whatever and or twelve one and then I and then I come in and I'm talking to her at lunchtime or whatever. Mm. She'll be like, Oh, you came to bed at this exact time and had to and woke <laughs> me up and then I never got back to sleep properly. Here's oh, the graph. Oh, oh no. Which shows oh, that no. fact and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> that sounds. Um, I mean, that sounds rough on your girlfriend to be fair. What? But hang on, <laughs> I'm I'm catching flat because when I come to bed, she's diagonal. That's not what. <laughs> yeah, so because I, you're not in bed. I imagine if you went to bed together at the same time. 
crop nice and shoot rubble. Does she just go diagonal anyway? You will never see. Like, genuinely, <laughs> I went to bed once. Hmm. And if you were to consider, say, head to toe being vertical, R- right, right? Yeah. just for example, like head on a pillow, toe at the end of the bed, let's say vertical, yeah. genuinely horizontal. Like she was pointing, her <laughs> head was at three o'clock and her feet were at nine o'clock, neither <laughs> of which were on the pillows or anything. She was just, si- and I was like, how? <laughs> just like, off, you... like like feet dangling off the bed head dangling off of the bed the other side i don't know how it was possible i've never seen anyone do it before she was face down as well i just did, i was scared she was dead for a second it was just i don't understand <laughs> i don't understand I, I i like your first instinct was is, is she, she is she is dead, she dead yeah. <laughs> if you walked in on someone <laughs> Face down, horizontal across the bed. Wait, she sees face down? Oh. No, all of the confusion about it. <laughs> He's just very worrying. Oh my god. Yeah, and what, what time in the, was this at seven o'clock as well? Six o'clock. That was probably more like a, like a five or something. But... Uh, there we go. So she's there, completely out. There we go. Completely out. Resting. If you were halfway through your sleep, are you hmm. all of a sudden the wrong way round? Yes. I, to be fair, I, I'm a terrible sleeper, so yes. <laughs> I think you're. Ch- I think you're chatting breeze, mate. Uh, uh, I think you're chatting breeze. I think the fact you're chatting. I'm, v- I'm. No, I'm very restless. I'm an incredibly restless sleeper. No, the restlessness I back. I am equally restless, but mm. I don't think. I don't think any of us here <laughs> have ever rotates. Bro, like a like a game of Twister. <laughs> How are you contorting into these positions in your sleep? So how do you how do you sleep? On my side. On your side. Like in a in <laughs> no, a ball or like a like a two feet yeah, up, two feet position. Kind of a little bit. Many's many's probably at like a sort of mm. ninety degree angle, maybe. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe a little bit less than that. I probably have back problems now because of how I sleep. I'll be fair. I I'm, sleep upside down, hanging from the rafters like well, yeah. a bat. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of face down as well. Okay. I, I don't get the the whole face down thing. I, I sleep on my side. I'm just I not like, comfortable anymore. I, I'm an aggressive side sleeper. You. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what do you mean aggressive? I can't just... sleep any other way. How are you aggressive about being being on your side though? Because if it's not my on my side, then I get violently angry. Oh, <laughs> just like I'm gonna and I'm kill like, someone. Ah, this is uncomfortable. Ah, and I and I say and I'm very vocal about it as well <laughs> to the point where my entire family wakes up and tries to smother me with a pillow. <laughs> and that's how I sleep every night. That's just every night, yeah. <laughs> you sound like a hassle. Oh dear. Well, who knows? It's probably a bit more effort than it's worth. But... Probably, yeah. I, I do. Do your parents respect it though? Do they? Are they like, fine? He sleeps the way he sleeps, or is it well, just like, well, their smothering is in attempts to kill me. Not... Yeah. Yeah, but that's fine, right? Right. Is an uh, if, have they succeeded? Think... No, then it's fine. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's the song, yeah. 
What well, doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Who that one? Huh. Kelly Clarkson. What are we, what are we not to? I'll tell you. I did, I've got a, a a thing. Um, I'm on a diet at the moment. Not a diet, but I guess a diet. I'm I'm doing the whole slim fast thing. So I'm eating nothing. You don't know what slim fast. So basically, what I'm what I've got is I've I've instead of meals throughout the day, uh, I'm having uh essentially like protein filled milkshakes meal replacement shakes things yeah. yes okay. those things and i'm having one meal a day and then two meal replacement shakes a day that um, sounds like hell it's I, i'm kind of used to it now actually i'm I'm kind of not particularly well i mean i'm having snacks or stuff as well which it sort of says to have like i mean it, it, it's grown out of i've had bananas and apricots and stuff for one week and now it's like i don't have any money so i'm having toast Sure. Yeah. You know? But uh, I've, I've been looking at calories and stuff, uh, and so today I went down to um, went down to the shop to get some more milk, because uh, I need milk for the milkshakes. Um, and I don't know if you know the McDonald's is doing the Monopoly thing a while off, and I got yeah, I got yeah, I got pretty lucky and I got some some stickers, even, uh, for some okay. food for some food for so, like just some food, and I was like you know what, I'll go to McDonald's I'll I'll, I'll go down. Because it's right next to the little where I'm getting like milk and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you live alarmingly close to that McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty damn close. Like alarmingly so. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so I went, I walked in, and I was like, you know what? How many of these can I, can I get? I had like five, um, of the stickers that give you food. And I was like, for how many of these can I pop in at one point in time? He's like, ah, whatever, just give me what, whatever. So I was like, okay, sure. So I had a, a Big Mac. A small fries and an apple pie. Decent meal, right? Not bad. Um, and then I, I just, out of curiosity, decided to look at the calories. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bad idea, right? <laughs> I mean, so... Not, the, good, not to, a good idea. So it wasn't that bad, but like, altogether, it came up like almost a thousand calories. With, for the just the three. The small yeah. fries, the apple pie, and the and the the Big Mac. I was like, Jesus Christ! I've not even eaten that much. <laughs> How many calories of McDonald's am I eating when I go like hard on McDonald's? You know. Uh, oh. Mainly, it'll be the sugar, the processed meat, and the cheese. That'll be those are the mainly. Those it'll will be, be the, the big all of the above. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> so, so the Big Mac was the the Big Mac was the five hundred odd. Uh, calories and the small fries and the apple pie each were like two hundred and forty odd. So the Big Mac and the small fries to uh, no the the Big Mac are is equal to the small fries and the apple pie together, basically, and like together it makes a, almost a thousand. If it um, makes you feel any better, Adam, mm. Eddie Hall like for his uh, world's strongest man training ate thirty five thousand calories a day. Yeah, that's crap. I mean, so I watch. Uh, is beard meets food. You'll you'll know beard meets food, won't you, Louis? Sure. Uh, my dad watches him religiously. Really? But I don't really watch it. Yeah. And and like he has a calorie count on street on the screen whenever he does like a, a food challenge thing or like an edge like a guest like an estimate calorie count, and it's often in like the ten thousands. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. I mean, he's doing a food challenge to be fair. Like he's eating like I mean, the last one I watched was he ate like a big. Ice cream. It's you like a banana know... split. But, yeah. Would you like to know what Eddie Hall eats for? He used to eat for his dessert every day. 
I think I've seen. I think uh, Baby Food did an Eddie Hall challenge where he ate white. It, it, it was it was half a family cheesecake. What does it mean? Just like a how big is a doesn't family even, cheesecake? Doesn't even eat all of it. Disgraceful. I know, right? How big is a fa- how big is a family cheesecake? Well, biggest family. <laughs> I think think of like you know a, a birthday cake. Right. So it's, how many does it sell? Like twenty. Ten. Twelve. I don't know, imagine, like, we Google I don't know, a, a, a family for, like, a, a few days or something. A few days? Maybe maybe a couple of days, maybe, or something. Because I don't know what a family, because I'm, I'm thinking, you might just want like, one of those frozen cheesecakes from Tesco or whatever. That, that costs, like, two quid, because I can eat one of them in a sitting. They serve six. They serve six, it says. I don't know if that that, that counts. Four hundred and fifty grams. What? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Hold on. Let me let me let me find it. Eddie Hall cheesecake. World's strongest man. This is the Daily Star I'm looking at. Hold on. If I go back, it actually gave me the calories. Uh, there was a video. It's on Facebook. Seven thousand calories of cheesecake and wings. How do you feel about that? Feels a lot. So it's a bit in it. But the thing is, cheesecake being what it is, is a calorie explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just all fucking sugar and dairy and stuff, right? Yeah, it's just dairy. That's the thing. It's just like all fat and whey and curds and sugar. It, and it's, bullshit. It's... it's nice. I love cheesecake, though. Cheesecake's good. If 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 that if they could make make a meal almost solely from a cow, they 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 have done it. You can right. It's that's just a cheeseburger. <laughs> but what about the bread? Yeah, the bread of the cow, the bread <laughs> section of the cow. <laughs> yeah, the hide, the hide. They just make bread out of of hide. Oh, Someone should make that the all cow burger. The all cow burger. We <laughs> use every bit of the cow in this cow burger. Even the bread is made of cow. Look, there's its eyes. Oh. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Don't know how I feel. It makes me feel sad. I can't do with um, eyes on food. That makes me feel weird. I think I've said it before, but I remember eating a fish. Like get, get ordering a fish on on at a restaurant or whatever, and it came with the head still on, with the eyes in, and I was like, ah, I can't eat this shit. <laughs> it's looking at me. I'm sort of I, I'm sort of okay with it, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to eat something that still has its face, not because of the like, <laughs> not because of like it it creeping me out or weirding me out or anything. But it's just the just memory because of I'm, like, knowing that it was once... food more. Do you, you know? prepare the food more? Just get rid of it. If I'm not eating it, then why is it on my plate? I think you're supposed to eat it. Oh, well, in that case, fair enough then. Eat the food. I think you're supposed oh. to eat the eyeballs. Which sounds really... uh... Here's a question. Is fish really prepared if, it, if, it, if it's not in batter? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but uh, look, don't don't you dare talk to me about like fish and chips. You live in London. You don't even put gravy on your chips, though. You're disgusting. I... Just 
I love gravy, but not on chips. You, Why not? No, 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 no. The thing you've is, though, Charlie, chips are just because potatoes. Have, Why would you not put I'm, gravy on potatoes? If because if I'm not, if I'm having something else, then I'll put gravy on it. But on chips, I'm gonna have you know ketchup and salt and vinegar. Why yeah, but chips saying? are just potatoes, right? So if you have potatoes, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you can't have it on there. Hmm. I'm just saying there's better Charlie, things to have it. Have on you there. ever had it? No. Just do it for once, just once in your life. Just do no. it. Also, it's not. To be fair, I don't typically have. Yeah, I mean, it's not an option down there, is it? Because you can't, you can't just do that. But to be fair, I don't have it with fish and chips. I don't want gravy on my fish and chips. Yeah, just that's just. Oh, oh, I do. I do. You know, what I used to get from you know the the chippery in Blackburn, Adam, mm, near yeah near near that place where all goths hang out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I used to get um, I used to get cheesy chips with gravy. So like a poutine. I've never had poutine. In fact, I've never had cheesy chips. Kind of. It shows I wanted cheesy chips, but I wanted the cheesy cheese to be all nice and melty. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, because sometimes these chippies just put some grated cheese on top and be like, "There you go, mate." It's frozen like... cheese. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Mm. Kind of. I kind of don't want this now. I don't typically have the gravy with a fish. Um, I'll have salt and vinegar, but with like sausage, I'm okay with the gravy. If you're having a sausage and chips, I'm okay with the gravy because that makes sense. Like if you're just having bangers and mash, you'll have gravy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's just typical. To be fair, I wasn't big you, on gravy. Did you have sausage too. and batter? Uh, yes, yes, I, I would. I love I love battered sausage. Mm. Yeah, because I would never have a normal. I would never have just sausage from a, a chip shop. It'd only ever be sausage and batter. I, I don't typically get a battered sausage, but you know, like I, I I'm I'm fine with it regardless. So when I was in in Preston, um, I was getting they had some pretty good chippy places around in Preston. Actually, shockingly, um, really, uh, name name one, please. I am yet to find a good one. Queen Vic. Never been. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think that's what. Well, where is, on, where is it located? Direct me. Uh, it's on the main road by the student places. On the main road by the student. Yeah. I look. All right, just uh, to give I'll... you an idea of how much of Preston I know, I know the main strip which leads from the train station all the way to Harlequins. That's, yeah, that's, it's not that, that. that's that's as much of Preston. I, know. I also know where the Mackies is as well. Behind mm. the Saint, behind the Saint George's. Hmm. Oh yeah. 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 I know where that. Yeah. Sure. It's not that. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Um, it's yeah. The, the, so what I typically got there was like a fish and chips or a sausage and chips, but they also did um, deep fried Mars bars. Oh, like what they do in in that the, in the backwards Highlander style. place. Yeah. So I I got a taste for deep fried Mars bars. Um, because they're good. <laughs> I imagine they are great. It's just the worst thing in the world, but I do imagine it's, they are. It's, it's not good, yeah. Although I was Thanks. watching someone. I don't know if you know. There's a guy. He's like the takeaway man or whatever. He like goes around the country just eating takeaways. He's this big proper northern lad. Yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, yeah. You and he he went to Scotland uh, for one, I think. And he got what's called a pizza crunch. I'd never heard of before. That sounds disturbing. Where they already. get they get a they get like. A, Look at like a frozen pizza from Asda and deep fry it. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, why? 
<laughs> Who hurt you? Sounds about right. Who hurt you? Why did you have to deep fry a frozen after pizza? Oh my god. Yeah, the problem. Yeah, no, the problem is though, is once you start deep frying anything, <laughs> is like once you start deep frying anything, mm. the question is no longer why shouldn't I deep or why why shouldn't I deep fry this? The, the question is like, does it fry? I? The question why is does it does it? Fry? Have you seen the the was it? He's called Daza. I remember seeing him on uh, on Facebook actually. Shocking. I think he's got a YouTube though. Then he's a uh, Scottish dude, and he got he has a series. He just goes, "Does it oh. fry?" And he gets in loads of like he gets in Greg's and like puts it in the deep fat fryer and gets in there. Like, it's the sort of nonsense I would do if I had a deep fat fryer. It's, I'd just it's be like, good. let's just lob shit in and see what happens. To be fair, I I love how he rates chip uh, chippies though. Like I feel like he has a very good mm. he has a very good eye for what what constitutes a very good chip shop. Uh, sure. What would you what do you think constitutes a what do you think constitutes a very good chip shop? They have gravy. They, they have gravy. So every chip shop in the north is a good and, chip and, shop. and it's got to be good. It's got to be good gravy. Mm. And the chips have also got to not be shy. Every, everything else could everything else could be hit and miss for all I care. Sure. But the chips have got to be good, and the gravy's got to be good. I I don't know if I ever mentioned um when I when I went down to London. I think it was a couple of years ago for a, a radio thing. Um, I ended up going to the KFC, which was right next to it. Uh, and I typically, when I get KFC, I, I usually get the gravy for chips. I, I got the gravy in, in there, and I was like, this is shit. Like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with that gravy? Like, it's just water. Just I love vague gra- chicken water. I love KFC gravy, but mm. the problem with KFC gravy is that it's really inconsistent. I mean, that is true. That is true. Because I mean, KFC in general. <laughs> Alright, so my friend invented what what he calls the chip test. Mm. And I've been following this ever since I have started ordering gravy since. Okay. What's the chip? So test? if you can if you can get a chip, a fairly tall chip, and you dunk it in the in the in the gravy in the little gravy tub, mm. and it stands upright on its own, mm. it's a good batch. It's, it's a good, good gravy. It's, yeah. it's a really good batch of gravy. Mm. If it if it, if it can't stand up on its own, it's bad. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just like the idea of this is a good batch. It's it's the same sort of thing when I was a kid. When I was when I was this was like before I was ten sort mm. of level. There was this kid who lived on my estate who <laughs> who who was like, oh, the way to tell if it's a good can of coke oh. is you shake it oh, and no. then you throw it at a wall. What? And then if it, it if it like goes like a grenade, then it's a good can of coke. But if it doesn't, uh. then it's you mean you've dump. lost you've lost the coke. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Like even if it's, it's a shit can of coke, like I mean I don't know if that's coke, a thing, right? but yeah, you've lost the coke. You have no coke left. Look, or are you gonna look. cut your lips on the can because you've like burst the can open if you're trying to drink whatever's left. Dude, Speaking not... of cans of coke, have you ever seen that video? Uh, you'll have to be watching video. To, you're gonna have to give us more information. <laughs> there's a video. Oh, I was. You just didn't give me a chance. Um, there was where there was like a deep sea, a deep sea diver, not a deep sea diver, like a submarine where they opened a can of coke deep under the ocean in a submarine. Mm. It's these researchers. These people are also like astronauts as well, I believe. They've also done a bunch of videos of like how things work in space. Okay. <clears throat> 
and they opened a can of coke. Like they really shook up this can of coke, threw it around, and then they were going to see what happens if they would open a can of coke like deep under the water surface, like in pressure under this pressurized like yeah. atmosphere of pressure. They opened the can of coke. Nothing happened. Oh, just what? What do you mean? Nothing? Is in it didn't work? It didn't open or? It didn't as in, fizz or as in the pressure like the pressure from like the atmospheric pressure from all around them mm. stopped the all of the, like the gas from exploding outwards because oh. it had already risen to the because it had already risen to the surface. Oh, so, it sure. escaped, so it just so the gas just escaped normally without any mm. any like fizz or froth coming out because the gas had already risen did to they, the surface. Did they taste the coke afterwards? Was it flat? Um, they didn't. I don't think they tasted the coke afterwards. I would have definitely tried to like, like, see if there's any. I, I now I'm interested in, in whether the the coke was flat. Like, if all the gas had risen to the surface and like gone out of the coke, then would the coke then be flat if you just put it under like extreme pressure? I'm so interested now. I'm actually very interested too. The answers we need. To I know. Understand. They haven't managed it. They haven't given us the answers that we need for this. I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh god, I love um, I love it when they they do that one where they they wring out a wet towel in space. <laughs> oh, voice went a bit weird then. It all weird. What what happens with the wet towel in space? It's here? like the, the water is coming out of the towel, but it just kind of sticks around the towel and the oh. hands. Oh, that sounds weird. It's re it's a really weird like effect. Hmm. Sounds really odd. Oh no! Now that we're kind of on the subject, I've been watching uh, t just today. I was watching a show called Im Baking Impossible. It's on Netflix. Uh, we watched a couple episodes of it earlier. Um, there's a the the guy who's running it. He was from Great Bri Great British Bake Off at one point. Um, he is an engineer and a baker. And the whole concept of the show is to mix engineering and baking to make something out of the cake. So the first episode, for example, they have to make a a, a boat that works out of cake. Whoa, okay. I I imagine... <laughs> look, I'm going to believe that they managed to find something that worked. There are a few... That, so, uh, there are people that made it... So they had what, the, what happened was at the end, they got this massive... It wasn't that big. Uh, this this like pond essentially that they had, uh, an in inbuilt pond and some fans and the stress test was that the the boat cake needed to sail from one end of the pond to the other, and it needed to take a certain amount of force of wind to do that. Um, so some of them, some of the ships didn't make it. Some of the ships immediately sank. Or uh, like basically just collapsed because they were too like top heavy or whatever. But like two, so four of them managed to stay afloat, and two of them managed to get to the end, uh, on in in forty five seconds, which is quite quite a quick space. The the other two probably would have made it to the end in the forty five seconds had they been a a bit faster and b not driven by the most excitable young lady I've ever seen. She, I see. She she moved the boat. It started floating and moving, and then she got very excited and just completely stopped moving the boat. And the boat was still sailing, and it just crashed. 
but there wasn't much they could do about that. But no, it was super interesting. And like the second episode, they build a robot out of cake, and they have to, it has to do like a an assault course. And we don't know what happens with the next ones, but we know that they have to build a car that you can sit in. Well, you can't make a, a fully functioning car entirely out of cake. Like a, it's not entirely, to be fair, it's not entirely out of cake. They do have bits and pieces of, of mechanism in there. So like the boat, for example, needed uh, a rudder and you needed to be able to steer it with the rudder. The robot needed sort of a mechanical parts to to like move with, essentially, you know, like so there needed to be engineering parts but then everything that isn't the engineering part needs to be cake so like with the car for example we don't know because i've not seen the episode but i imagine what what needs to happen is it needs to have an engine of some kind and a way to steer that engine and then everything else of the car needs to be edible cake that is oh my god that just sounds like <laughs> a bit of a, a that sounds like a bit of a faff. I mean, it is. They have nine hours to do that faff. To be fair, um, so it's a long nine, time. Nine hours. Yeah. That, well, that's how long that they had for the like, boat. To me, that feels like not enough time. Mm, that's how. That's how long they had for the boat. Nine hours. I imagine. I mean, the, a, a life. Like, the car. I don't know if they actually sit in the car, but there's definitely a like a mannequin sort of doll person in it. So like, I don't know how they do it. I, we'll, I'll have to watch the episode. It's super interesting, though. Uh, it's on Netflix at the moment. It's called Baking Impossible. Um, I would recommend if you're interested in cake and engineering mixed together to make weird stuff. And they have the... So it's also judged on, like, taste and stuff as well. <laughs> it's judged on whether it's also a boat and whether it tastes good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a it's a mess, but uh, to be fair, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun, pretty interesting. I and I enjoyed it. We enjoyed the the two episodes that we saw. Oh Ooh. my god, how 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 good do you think this soggy cake tastes? To to be fair, right? They 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 don't taste the soggy bit of the. the I don't know if the, the cake even gets soggy. Like, apart from the ones that crash and can't do it, but like the so the one that um the one that won that one was made out of it's something called dead dough which i haven't actually googled since but let me let me just google dead dough and see what dead dough actually is um what is dead dough so it's a dough made without yeast or a leavening agent that means the dough won't rise it's edible uh, but it's not meant to be eaten it's used more for decorative pieces so it's probably more hard and and that sort of thing so it didn't really get soggy it just kind of was there and there are little edible bits on the on the top and stuff like that. So I guess it wasn't... No, I guess you could eat it, but it's not really meant to be eaten, I guess. Dead dead dough. Yeah, that was one of them. But then they also used, like, Rice Krispie rice cakes, and then they lined it with, like, this sort of chocolate thing that was kind of waterproof, and because it's not hot water, it's not going to melt. You know, it's like... It's, it's inter there's interesting shit like, involved in the mechanics of making a chocolate boat, I guess. How long do you reckon a speaking of like how long do you reckon a slice of bread floats for? Well, before it just disintegrates, you, or it just sinks, or sinks, or sinks. I don't know if bread sinks. Does bread sink? It, it will. It will, it will eventually. Would, right? It will eventually. Yeah, maybe. 
I reckon. Oh. I reckon you got a good fifteen seconds. Really, I think it's because like when you, I know it's different, but when you feed the ducks, for example, and I know you shouldn't be feeding the ducks. Don't feed the ducks, children. I've also never fed a duck. To be fair, <laughs> it's because, because you live in London and ducks don't live there. You don't. You have a real absence of nature. No, um, we have lots of ducks here. I've just <laughs> never gone up to them and go, do you want some bread? If I've got bread, I'm eating it. You ever been to a park? Like, we used to go to the park and feed the ducks. No. Jesus. Anyway, so we used to go to the park and feed the ducks. And like you, like you, It's different because you wouldn't just chuck a slice of bread at the ducks, but you'd like rip pieces of the bread off and throw it into the water and the ducks would, 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 would go for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm know? thinking of an entire slice, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's how it's different, but like... How long do you reckon a loaf would have? Is a loaf sinking instantly, or is a is would a loaf float? It depends how uh, dense the loaf is, I imagine. Yeah, I was gonna say it depends on if you're if you're talking like a granary whole meal, Mm. it's probably sinking instantly. But maybe a a white bread loaf might. Yeah, like if it's made of bricks, it's it's going down. A baguette would probably last a little while longer. You think? Yeah, maybe. Some sort of structural rigidity. I think I, I'm not. I'm not entirely certain, um, but yeah, it's super interesting show. Super interesting. rigidity. <laughs> yeah, rigidity. Right. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so what have been? What have been doing? What have been doing today? Other than me. Uh, so, I, I've not played a video game today. Surprisingly, I've just really? been watching. I don't know. Just some animated SCP videos. Oh, okay. Are they like animatics on YouTube and shit? Yeah, kind of. It's yeah. just, it's just a thing I'm vaguely interested in because obviously I feel like when when I look at like SCP stuff, I just like to look at how creative the writers can be with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's all, because <clears throat> I feel like the whole thing is just kind of like designed to show like how how creative writers can be when creating this stuff. That's fair. That's fair. What have you? What have you been playing anyway? You said you were playing. What have I been playing? Uh, all right. So something. So speaking of video games, something oh, interesting God. happened to me. Oh. Uh, so you know how we streamed I Am Fish. Yes. The other week. So someone who I play Destiny with said, uh, "Oh, I have a Steam key for a game. Does anyone want it? Because mm. I don't. I, I don't really don't want to play it." So I thought. So I said, "Oh, go on. What's the game? Oh, the game's like called I Am Fish." Oh. And and I go, oh, I'll have it. I'll have a free, I'll have a free a copy free of Iron Fish. Fish. Yeah, why not? But it, so it's not even like I have to have Game Pass to play it now. I no, just have, just I have just it. have the game. I do have a, I do have a. So you know how we kind of had to rush off with Iron Fish because it was an a stream that lasted two hours longer than it should have done. Uh, yeah. There was a post credit scene. Oh no, we missed a post credit scene. We missed a post credit scene. It was a seagull and it was eating the bread. Oh. No, I, yeah, I've, I, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen I, that. I, I saw, I saw that. But then that. there's an extra levels opened up, but it, I need to un, like perfect the rest of the game to open the level, which I, obviously I'm not doing. But I might, I might do. But yeah, legit, like there's more to the game than than there is. I like Iron Fish. I enjoyed it a lot. I do. I I might go for that. I'm also tempted. Mm. I'm also tempted to get play the game on Iron Iron Fish mode. <laughs> iron Fish mode. What do so you do? You know do you, like know, do you iron... know what iron what iron fish mode is? Is it like an iron man? You do not get checkpoints. Yeah, so it's an yeah, so it's, I guess it's an iron man <clears throat> sort of. It's a it's a 
Permadeath. So basically, you have to you have to finish each level from start to finish with a zero death. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. That sounds. I mean, it sounds fine. Like it sounds definitely possible. It sounds difficult. It sounds difficult. Some of the novels sound really hard. Um, especially like the seagull-ridden ones, and or just all of the flying fish levels. I mean, yeah, if you're me and can't use the flying fish particularly. <laughs> I, I enjoy dying fish, so you probably would have liked dying fish as well, uh, Charlie. Probably yeah, enjoyed. I mean, I just think I'm, I will play um, oh, at some point. I am fish at some point. I think mm. I'm going to really enjoy it. I think you um, will. I enjoy, to be fair, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Um, I didn't think it was going to be as fun as it was. What I like about it is that I just love these mad adventures these fish go on just to get to back just to get back into the ocean and find their friends yes and then die because they are now the prey because they are now the world's smallest prey <laughs> yeah they're the, they're the bottom of the food chain now <laughs> because they are simply domesticated fish yeah uh, well one of one of them's a domesticated piranha which i'm kind of I don't know about, but sure. Yeah, but I mean, the piranha doesn't want to eat his friends, so he doesn't. I don't... You're right. You're right. Maybe to be fair, they're they're ingenious fish. Maybe if they stick together, they can win the day. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, they are incre- They are like smarter than all other fish. So smarter maybe they... than the average fish, yeah. And fish, as far as I'm aware, aren't intelligent. Not usually. Not that I'm aware of. Well, and all of the, and all of the fish that would be considered intelligent aren't really fish; they're mammals. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, like whales and dolphins and such. Yeah, you're right. They're, yeah, they aren't typically fish, right? They're, they're, yeah. One of those. One of those, I guess. What have you been up to, Charlie? What have you been doing? Not that much, honestly. Like. I've sort of, I've played games for Ooh. the first time in a long time. <laughs> That's incredible. Like, I've actually played games, but it's been like one of those things where I've been doing other things. And mm. so I've mainly been playing stuff that allows me to play for like a few minutes. For 10 yeah. minutes and then go back to what I was doing for yeah. the next hour or so. So you bet one of those games better have been Night in the Woods. Nope. I I don't I, I assume I can't just dip in for a level of nine. No, I don't know. I don't know how the structure yeah, of the game. Works. I mean, I guess you could sort of could, but I it'd probably be longer than ten minutes. And, yeah. yeah, and so I was just waiting until I had the time. Um, which if, which if that, judging if the, by if, you will be never. No, it will be, but it's it's if let me put it this way: if time pressures happen, then it just has to get done right. But yeah. like, um, but until that point, um, it's been well. After, after the death of Pez, oh yeah, um, uh. I was looking around and I was looking around online at mods for Pez twenty one for Pez two thousand twenty one. Okay, last year's Pez. Mm. Um, and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of really cool mods, mm. um, which seem to basically, I mean, they add like tons i think like the big the big one that i'm looking at at the moment which i'm I'm gonna try and install and get working at some point next next week or something it's like 130 gigabytes or something it's huge right but it adds so many like 
like new stadiums, new team, like every new teams, new people, like loads of stuff, right? Like fixes all the licenses, everything. Mm. Like it just looks insane. Um, but it sort of just made me think like, I was like, oh, so you could just, who needs the new pairs? I'll just play this you one. You can just keep playing, playing. Yeah. Like this gameplay is great. If I have the new rosters and new stuff, then I'm happy enough that whenever I want to play pairs mm. a bit, I can play that. So I haven't got around to installing it, but I was like, oh, I need, but that means I need to get pairs on PC. Went onto Steam. It was literally on sale for a fiver. <laughs> so yeah, like, well, oh, there's, there's never a problem with that shit, is there? Because like, once a new football game comes out, they're all stupid cheap. Well, yes, physically yes, but like, oh yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, because it's, it's PC, different but... story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, physically that would be fine if I was buying it on, like you say, on PS4, PS5, or whatever. The second the new FIFA comes out, the last one's price drops to practically nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, it was on sale on Steam for a fiver. It's pretty good. Um, so I was like, sweet. So I got that and played that for a bit. Mm. Uh, I haven't installed the mods yet, but it's just nice playing a football game. That's like, yeah, good. Uh, mm. And then the other thing I've been playing a lot, and I say a lot, like I will play around and then leaving it, is um, the Forza Horizon uh, oh, 4 right. Battle Royale mode. Right. Um, Which is really fun. <laughs> uh, it's, it makes no sense that it should exist, but... Um, yeah, I like sixty or so cars, sixty or so players load into a, a load into the the Forza Horizon open world map, mm. um, all all in a Mini Cooper, uh, and then you yeah. have to you have you ever you you can then go around and find like spawn points for better cars, mm. which all have like levels in the same way. Like I don't know, like you have rarity factors, but like they they're all scaled on a scale of one to ten. Sure. So you have loads of different cars that will scale on one to ten. So you can go around and find the different cars and different spawn points, or you can challenge, like you just drive up to other other people online, honk your horn, and then you'll both be entered into a race. But it's not like it's not like um, it, it's not like instanced or anything. Like it literally just goes. Like it goes bang, you have been challenged, and then there's a point on the map you both have to race to, uh, and whoever gets there first survives and can upgrade their car to the next level. Or uh, if you lose, you 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 get eliminated. Hmm. Um, it's actually really really fun. Sounds, sounds way right. more fun. Hmm. Yeah, I, way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I sort of <laughs> I sort of said it to my friend who loves playing, who loves cars and loves car games and stuff. I said, oh, we should play it sort of as a joke. Yeah. Because yeah, we play yeah. Battle Royale games together when there's a car Battle Royale. I was like, oh my God, we've got to play it. You've got to, yeah, really right? Thinking it would be any good, but it's actually really fun. Um, and Forza Horizon in general, I've, I'm really impressed by it, to be honest. Um, Sounds good. Again, I wasn't really thinking about it. I've always preferred Horizon to normal Forza because I just like arcadey racing games more than I like. Yeah, yeah, the realistic ones kind of... I don't think they're my bag, the realistic ones. Like, I don't mind racing games, but when I get into a realistic one, I'm kind of like, oh my god, I'm totally lost, you know? Yeah, me too. And, like, whenever I played Forza Motorsport, like, it's quite heavy, and I don't know, I just, it just, I just never get on board with it. Mm. Um, whereas Horizon's totally not that. It's an arcade racing game um, through and through, and it's, it's really, really fun. Um, I'm really impressed by it. But yeah, so whenever I've had like 10 minutes or whatever, I'll just Play around the Forza. jump onto the, the Forza Battle Royale. <laughs> um, yeah, play, and I, I really like the... So it so you don't just keep facing people until the end. The circle shrinks as it would do in any Battle Royale yeah, yeah, of, course, yeah. of the open world. And then once you get to the final circle, um, however many people are left, it doesn't matter. It could be, could be three, it could be 10. It doesn't really make a difference. It's quite... Usually you have about 
nine people left or something. Mm. Um, it's just, it gives you a point on the opposite side of the map and then everyone just races there. Nice. Um, and it's just, and like, one of the things that's like, because, because it's open world and like Forza Horizon, part of its, it's not charm, part of its allure is like driving off road and everything else as well as on road. It's the kind of, all the vehicles are different. But so you're going across all different types of terrain, racing over, up and down hills, through forests, everything. Mm. And in all of these really vastly different cars. And it's just a really cool moment, like a big culmination. And it is quite tense, like just because everyone is gunning for the exact same point on the opposite side of the map. And it's far enough away to where sometimes someone will just get a head start and then they're just miles ahead. But it's far enough away to where there will be 100% be twists and turns, like someone will crash into a tree and then that's them out. And then, like, it's just really good. It is. I'm surprised it shouldn't work. I don't think it should work, but it, it really does. <laughs> it sounds um, fun. It sounds fun. It, it genuinely is. Like, it's 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 also there's a lot of dumb cars in it. Like the yeah. warthog from Halos in it. Oh and, really? Um, there's like a bunch of like really stupid cars in it. Um, <laughs> and when you when you go to the spawn when you when you find like a spawn point for a new car, it will say like the car name and what level the car is, but. I don't know cars well enough no, to like yeah. understand what that means. I know how a number works. Four is mm. bigger than three, so I'll get the four. But I don't understand how the cars work. And so like I didn't know the Warthog from Halo was in it. Um and then I picked up a car, it was like a level seven or whatever, and it was the Warthog from Halo, and I was like, Oh, oh. my god. And then and it was so much faster and better than anything I'd used. And oh I was god. like, Oh my god, yes. So I go and challenge this guy, instantly crash into a tree because it's like <laughs> twice as wide as a normal car and I wasn't thinking about it. Sure. And then that was it. My race was over. I was like, well, fair enough. I, I guess, got, I guess I got I'm cocky. Done. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really... Uh, I'm trying to unlock... You You can customize your cars and customize your horns and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but one of the... And there's like, there's like loads of different horns and there's stupid ones and normal ones or whatever. But one of them's the shutdown noise from Windows XP and I really oh. want it. <laughs> That's fine. It's, it's the only thing in that game I want to unlock. Uh, and that's but solely so when I beat someone in a race, I can press the horn and it just go do 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 and then they just be like really annoyed. And that's kind of like, <laughs> That's such a yeah. taunt though, isn't it? <laughs> do, 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 well, I want I want I want piss boiling. But also it's just a fun sound, isn't it? Do 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 do. It's it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Uh Sea of Thieves themes one of the horns you can unlock and stuff. It's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a cool game. It's actually really enjoyable. Nice. Um, I'm surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Nice. Mr. Jam's in it from Radio One Extra. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the radio hosts. For the oh, radio that's cool. That's cool. Who doesn't yeah. love a good bit of Mr. Jam? Yeah. Mr. Jam. yeah. I mean, my friend was. Um, so I, I don't know if you 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 may know that uh, DJ Target has a, a a TV show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and my friend was. We were watching it, and my friend was like, "Why is this not Mr. Jam?" <laughs> <laughs> why isn't it mr jam like to be fair like, I, I don't know if he like meant any any offense to dj target but he was just like why isn't this mr jam? mr jam would be so much better i'm like <laughs> I guess. he seems like a good dad does on mr jam mr jam does seem great to be fair yeah i, I love mr jam he was like because when he took over for so me and me and my friend like i guess had a, had a bonding over zane low like the zane low radio show back on radio one when it was on like we both used to listen to it a lot, and like since then, it was um, Annie Mac, which we didn't listen to as much. Now it's is it Clara Amphor now, which I think is very odd. No idea. 
very odd. But when Mr. Jan took over from for, for a couple of weeks in between there, we were both like, yeah, Mr. Jan's a good lad. Mr. Jan, Mr. Jan's a good lad. Oh. He also he also brought us that legendary video with uh, BBK, Dizzy Rascal, mm. Lethal Bizzle, and uh, General Levy all just going absolutely wild in a studio together. Uh, and it's a beautiful video. That's one. Swan. It's an absolutely beautiful video. Uh, I haven't actually been playing that much, to be fair. This, I'm not for not. I've been playing a lot of games, but most of it's been for like stream stuff. You sure, know? yeah. So like, I've been yeah. I've been going live like almost every day on my own personal stream, Rabbits Ahoy, with Final Fantasy fourteen, because um, I've been pr- I want to prep myself for the expansion that comes out on the twenty third of November. So mm. it's, it's, it's pretty damn soon um, that that new expansion comes out. And I want to be, like, tackling that content when it comes out, I guess. And streaming that content when it comes out. I think that would be really exciting and really interesting to do. Like, to oh, experience so all very exciting. Um, but then I played... Uh, I've been playing Night in the Woods a bit in the off time as well, because I want to run through that. Although, to be fair, I've been playing a lot of fucking Demon Tower. I don't even know what Demon Tower. Let me look so, Demon Tower. so, 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 De- Demon Tower is in Night of the Woods, um, but it's a roguelike. It's like a roguelike mini game in Night in the Night of the Woods. Night in the Woods, oh, and oh, you you'd love it, Charlie. You'd love it. Right up, mean? right up your bloody alley, Charlie. That's what yeah, you, you can. That's what you can you, hop in, hop in Night in the Woods for. You said a lot of words there that interest me in a row. So it's it yeah I I've been I got pretty pretty far into the the dungeon but now it's now it's frustrating the hell out of me. I don't know if you played much uh, Demon Tower Louis through your playthrough of Night in the Woods. I played it once and thought I do not care enough about it. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I did on my first playthrough of, of Night in the Woods. Um, but considering this is my second playthrough of the game, I uh, I just thought fuck it, I'll give Demon Tower a couple. Because I know that they do it at um, GDQ stuff. Like some of the GDQ stuff, uh, Games Done Quick stuff, they they sometimes have just someone running through Demon Tower real quick. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> like Demon Tower percent, I guess. Like you, how how far to get to the secret ending of Demon Tower? Uh, I don't know how long that game actually is, or how random it can be. Um, but Demon I'm... Tower percent. Demon Tower percent. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I've just made up. Um, that's been. Interesting. I have been. I will talk about Night in the Woods uh, at some point. Um, and I played Jet the Far Shore uh, one day. I was going to ask you about that. You oh, played that on our stream. Right? Did play on our stream uh, five days ago. Talk Maybe. to me. My gates. Oh, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. It's very odd. It's really unusual. Okay. Um, it's it's very slow paced. Like incredibly slow paced. Yeah. Uh, there are times where I'm like just sailing, and I'm like, okay, this feels a bit like journey or no, actually, I'm more felt like flower than anything, like right at the start, which is interesting. But then when it started getting a little later in, and there was like there were things that I had to do, um, mm. it felt a bit like a flight sim kind of thing, but in third person, it was very odd. Um, there are some. Like the controls are fine, and then I got to a point in the in the stream, uh, the VOD's still on our channel there. Um, I got to a point in the stream when I uh, I had to hide from some energy signal that was destroying my signals, 
and it was so frustrating to control. <laughs> like basically, like when you're free free flying, the controls are really smooth and really fun, and then when you have to do something really specific, the controls become a nightmare. And like, you, like I couldn't even move very quickly. Like normally, you free fly free flying, you're just moving really quickly in any direction you fancy, and it's great. Then this point specifically i was like i can't move because it, it started impacting my health because the shields disappeared and i was just constantly like at a sort of staggering pace it was it was hard um it's so what else i, I haven't finished yet the far shore and i will be reviewing it uh, after i finish all my my work with uh Tom. um because i've still got some Tom stuff to do uh, there's an interview coming up soon on the channel, which is, is halfway through editing uh, with the audio team for Tom. That's really good. Um, but after I finish that, I'll I'll finish. I'll try and play through Jet the Far Shore. Um, so I and, and get a proper opinion on, on how it is. But uh, for like first opinion stuff, it's definitely not for everyone. And some people will just like a hundred percent no part of the game and go, Nah, I'm not interested in this. Like not not even like I. Like, I can't imagine Louis having any interest in Jet the Far Shore whatsoever. I imagine Louis sure. will play the first half an hour of this game and just go, nah. Nah, not for me. Bored. Um, but some people, from what I can tell, some people really get into it. Like, really like it. Um, like, it's it's such a niche kind of game. Like, not even on the realms of niche that I kind of, of go through. Probably not even on the realms of niche that you kind of go through, Charlie. Because I know you like kind of niche games as well. But, like, like probably even nicher than some of the stuff that we like. Yeah. To a, to a target audience yeah. that, that, like, would really enjoy, like, really appreciate the game. But everybody else will probably just be, like, a bit frustrated that it's not better or more than it could be. I yeah, because I mean, the reviews were middling. They were middling, yeah. Um, and I saw a lot of that kind of sentiment of it being like, it's not, like, I need more sort of thing. Um, and I know when I played Super Brothers uh, Sword and Sorcery, mm. the first game, which flipping out was 10 years ago now. Damn, yeah. Um, I, it was very slow to begin. It was... It was yeah very slow to begin and yeah. so it doesn't surprise me that you're saying this is very slow to begin at it's all very like like way too slow like they need uh, they need some some work they need to work on the pacing i think probably um but i think some people really enjoy it there was a guy in chat who uh who followed us specifically for the for, for that for, for jet and um and he was he seemed really into into it and um and he was like, i had pre-ordered the game already on epic game store um so i'm i mean he was excited to play it and fair play like I, there was a lot of stuff that i can see like looking at the metacritic scores and it got 67 and and there's a lot of stuff even from the small amount of time that i played it that you can see is quality and a lot of stuff in that like for one it's fucking gorgeous like the art yeah. style is weird but it's fucking beautiful uh, yeah. to the point that i don't i think the stream started struggling with it at some point as well um, like my computer wasn't running it one hundred percent smoothly while streaming. How, how you know, how you know a game looks good when your computer chugs trying to trying to play it? To be fair, my my computer it, my no my computer did fine. 
but the stream it, it couldn't stream it a hundred percent well. So like my computer can run it perfectly fine as long as I'm not also streaming it. Um, so it's not like I'm it's that bad, but like for an indie game, it's really pretty. Um, so I, like you can see the the very obvious quality there. It's just that you can also see that like there's such a big niche to the game. That I, I just I would find it very I, I don't know the person who I'd recommend this to. Mm. Like I don't know I don't know a single person in my friend group I'd go, you would enjoy Jet the Far Shore. Um You know, and I, I don't think, know I think you, you only know that I I specifically wouldn't like it. I know you I I'm sure you would you just wouldn't like it, yeah. I was really I'm still really intrigued by it. It's um, interesting, don't get me wrong. It's very interesting. Because I think I, what I was expecting from it was a very calm game. Like I, I like, and I'm I'm not even comparing it to like Journey. Yeah. I'm sort of like genuinely something that like I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm sort of intrigued, and nothing has nothing has from everything I've read, and I've not read like tons and tons, but yeah, I've read yeah. enough. And from what you're saying. It certainly seems like kind of what I was expecting. I don't know. I don't think I it's. Don't, I don't think it's calm. I don't think calm is. What I don't. I, was I don't think saying. calm's the word. I'm. Calm's not the word I'm looking for. It's just the one that like mm. default steps in because I can't think of what I'm trying to explain. But like, I don't know. Isolating. I. I don't know how to explain it. Like. I don't know how to explain it because I think the obvious comparison is Journey, right? Like people like instantly. Well, I, feel, I feel it's more like and... Flower. I feel it's more like Flower, just in the way it sort of controls and, and sure, that's fair. But works, I mean, so. that sort of like experience, I yeah, guess, sure, is what sure, people sure. were jumping to, and I think that's probably a very it's an easy thing to say. Mm. But I wasn't really looking for. I wasn't thinking it was going to be that sort of thing. It's not as I, I, I was isolated. It's more like that. what's the word I'm looking for? What's the game I'm looking for? I don't. I don't know if this. I don't know if this is how the game's played. I've always just looked at it and assumed mm. that's how it was played. But like a game where you're in space and you're just driving about in space doing stuff, like Elite Dangerous, I guess. But I think Elite Dangerous might have more action in it. So, but like, I don't know that because from no what I've played, and this is only from, let's say two to three hours of the game. I think it was two and a half is what I, what I played. Um, so I played the first, the prologue and the first mission. Um, it felt like Flower, but also Star Fox. Okay. Which... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you can imagine that. Uh, it's... It, it's it's Like, so, like, the, the comparisons to stuff like Journey and Flower are not... are not off, but, like, it doesn't... It's, it, they're, they're only not off because it kind of plays that way, not because it feels that way, not because it feels like you're playing Flower or Journey. But because yeah. it plays like you're playing Flower and Journey, it fe it felt like I was playing something like Star Fox, but more open. Okay. But it's not a Star Fox that that, for example, I would recommend to Star Fox fans because it's not as arcadey, it's not as as silly, it's a very serious. Um, it, it's so hard to explain, man. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. It's because it's such an unusual type of game. I've never played anything like it before. Um, I'm intrigued. It's it, You're right to be intrigued by it. 
Uh, I just think that a lot of people who are intrigued by something like Jack the Farshaw will play it and then and then be turned off within the first couple of hours. And that's yeah, fine. I think, it's, I think but... it's a very difficult game. It seemed from the get-go a very difficult game to, like, mm. not market, but a very difficult game to sort of, ex like, explain. Mm. Like, it's one of those things where you sort of have to play it to understand it. And then, like, if you're playing it, then there's, like, a high chance you probably just won't care or won't be on it. You know, it's like one of those sort of weird combo things, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't I, know. And, and, and like I said, I've not played it enough uh, as of yet either. And I assume... Uh, there, there's definitely a possibility where I can... Um, I could just get really into it in the next, like, couple of hours and be like, yeah, I'm really into this now. Um, uh, but the, the, the two and a half hours I played, I, if I wasn't streaming it and then also trying to review it, I think I would just stop. Yeah, like, and I probably would have would have stopped halfway through the the first chapter of the game. I wouldn't have finished what I did, and the only reason I finished it was because I was streaming and I was like sort of pushing myself to play more. Um, hmm. and if I if I had if I had just bought the game, for example, if I'd have just bought the game on Steam, which I know it's not on Steam, it's on Epic Game Store, but if I'd have just bought the game on Steam, I'd have played just less than two hours and then got a refund on it. I've been like, nah, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. Which is a bad way to... I mean, I, I don't know if I personally would have done that, but like, it's a bad way to do things in general. I, 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 I kind of hate doing that, but like, I, I know a lot of people probably would, would treat the game that way. Mm. Sure. Yeah, it's one of those. It's, it's just rough, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird, because Super Brothers have released two games now, mm. um, and they're ten years apart. <laughs> And one was mm. an iPhone game, and the second one was obviously this. And like, I know in the meantime they did some stuff on um, what was that game called on the Vita? Uh, Sound Shapes. Mm. They only worked on Sound Shapes to some extent. I don't know what they did on Sound Shapes, but I remember their logo coming up, and then being involved to some extent. So, I, but it's just it's interesting. I don't know. It's just an interesting company, I guess, in that sense. An interesting developer where. They've released two games ten years apart. They both have similarities in space, I guess, in this sort of awkward weirdness that, like, I don't know, because that was the thing about I always found about Sword and Sorcery was I was always really shocked that that game blew up in the way it did because it never it starts so slow and weird and like even the sounds of the game are quiet. Like, um, who did the soundtrack? I think it was Jim Gaffrey who did the soundtrack. And it's a really good soundtrack, but, like, yeah. a lot of it's quite sparse to begin with. And it feels really, like, like especially on the iPhone, it just, it, at that time where you're having, like, like angry, the first Angry Birds has just come out and is blowing up. Plants versus Zombies, stuff like that. That's the sort of era of games we're talking about. And then mm -hmm. here's this weird sort of thing that, although based, although based somewhat in in uh like traditions of like adventure games adventure games and going about with a sword and doing whatever mm. but like it's it's not playing like that at all it plays really weirdly and i was always shocked it, it had the the success it did mm. like i thought it was really good but i was always shocked that it got that that far and so when they were like oh here's this game and then i was watching the trailers and i was like this sort of reminds me a little bit of that like it, this sort of sparsity of the design, I guess, in the early the early stages of Sword of Sorcery felt 
uh, like uh, like Jet the Far Shore felt really reminiscent of that. The trailers. Well, I will tell you um, about the the soundtrack for Jet the Far Shore. It's incredible. Sure, do you know who like did it? it? Uh, I I'm not off the top of my head, but it's uh it's it's Sorry. cinematic orchestral and it's beautiful. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I can see the composer now. I've never heard their name, but mm. um, I did the Dachshund Free. Okay, sure. That makes oh, sense. okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It's it's incredible. It's like it's really good. Like the soundtrack is probably its strongest. Well, the soundtrack, Ooh. its presentation is is definitely its strongest uh aspect. I I I, I would think, um, because the gameplay is odd. Um, yeah, but its presentation is very good. The person who did the soundtrack was the sound designer for the Xbox 360 system software. <laughs> wow. That's so I assume they came up with a warm, warm. Which I, which <laughs> How do you come up with a warm? I don't know. You just vibe it. You do just vibe it. I was talking to, this is a, a sneak peek of, of our uh, interview um, with the, the guys who did the soundtrack for Tom. Um, it's pronounced Tom, everybody. Tom. There we go. Um, the Toem, yeah. The Toem. Uh, they. He was talking to what, me about. Tom? Not Tom. Not Tom, no. I thought it was Tom. Toem. Um, Toem, like poem. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, he was talking to me about how he did. So in the game, there's a goat choir. Sure. <laughs> and, like, the, the, it's, it's just a choir of, of goats. And, and he's like, I did the voice for that. But I, I, I sort of played it on MIDI. So there are a couple times. There's a I don't know whether we, we did it on our stream or not, Charlie. You might not remember. There, there's a bit where you need to find someone who's whistling. I don't know if uh, you remember. Um, I, think I have we vague recollections quite. of it, but I might be... I, no, I don't think we actually managed I don't think we finished it. I think we started that quest, but we didn't finish that quest. Okay, you got to find well. someone who, who was singing a melody or whatever. And, um, and he... The the one of the the composers whistled that, but he couldn't whistle. He can't sure. whistle, so he he whistles like one note, records the one note, and then like he cheeses like pitches it up and down in melody, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. That's such a cheesy way of doing. It. I mean, it works, right? But like, you know, like it's 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 crazy how the sound design affect things. It just reminded me of Tom, but like. The way that the sound design works in that game is so unusual as well. Mm. Um, look at, yeah, I'm, looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the and listening to the the interview though. It's a it's a real so like it's a teaser, but it's it's a real interesting interview. Honestly, like they talk about a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of there's a lot of love between the two composers as well. It's it's a real loving. I feel like like it's a real kind of like Tom's a real wholesome game, and I'm real happy that. Uh, the interview is also kind of real wholesome and 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 a bit of a loving. Um, it's, it was super enjoyable. It was super enjoyable. Huh. Stop it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What can we do? I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm in looking forward to it. Mm. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the interview a lot. I enjoyed the interview a lot. I I. Isolated their top three fruits, so I might put that up uh, tomorrow or something. So with Jet, are you? Is there any chance of you going back and finishing it, or are you done? With I'm it? gonna. I, I I said I'd do a review, so I'm gonna go back and finish it. Ah, okay, fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go. No, no, you have to out of obligation. Silly you, Adam. I know, right? This is this is how I feel like I must do. I must I must review the game, and I must finish the the game to review it. I mean, you do have a very completionist mindset. I I I. The, the the problem, and I guess I mean this you is can you can tell me you don't, but then you also said you wanted to stream every single Final Fantasy game, and so that will happen. You, that's you that's do. just a different thing. Do. That's a different thing. No, the 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 thing with reviews, and I, I think I may have said it before, but I feel like I wouldn't be doing my job properly if I didn't finish like the main campaign of the story. Yeah, sure. And I know that a lot of reviewers. Well, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of reviewers do or don't. I know that it's it's kind of up for contention. Um, whether or not a reviewer can or, or should reach the end or like the end credits of the game. Like, I'm not going to go in there and do 100% of the game. I'm not like a completionist in that way. I'm not going to be like, you know, that doesn't matter. But I want to I wanna get to the end. I want to get to the end credits and know what the story is and be like, okay, I can tell you what the story's like. I can tell you how this game ends if I want to. I'm not going to, but I can. And I can tell you how that feels or why that feels a certain way. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you have to, but I, I as as a personal thing, I feel like I have to. No, I mean just in general to review something, I don't think you have to, mm. but at the same time, it's just useful. But I can't. I don't know. I kind of do think so. Like I think in any other medium, you wouldn't do that unless it was particularly bad, and even then, like yeah, so but, every, but any other medium, there's no other medium is, that is, takes is, that time. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. But you like, for example, if if a film reviewer walked into the longest film there is and said, nah, I walked that halfway through. That wouldn't be a very good review, unless it was that bad. But they, but they I, didn't I, say... I feel like, I feel like, a rev... <clears throat> I feel like you only really need to play his game for as long enough where you are absolutely certain your opinion is not going to change. I don't know that's if you kind can of say my, that's that, kind of more, That's kind of my opinion. Like, and if, even a, then like I if don't... a game is just terrible, like if a game's just terrible throughout, then let's be honest, the ending isn't going to make it any better, is it? It might. Something might happen. No, but no. I also, I also but think if the... you say in the review how much you played, I don't think it's an issue then, really, to be honest. So, I mean, that is fair. Like, you, you, if you, you go into the that... review and you say, I have played every second of this game and you only played, like, two hours, then yeah, yeah, yeah sure, yeah, that's yeah, an issue. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you played, like, half of the game and you're like, I have played the first half, here are my thoughts, then I think that's okay. Because I think that that I think the onus is on the reader to make that decision. I don't feel decision. like that's a, a review of the whole of the whole product, though. You know, I don't know if a review needs to be of the whole product necessarily. I think it does. Otherwise, I'd... it's a preview, right? It's not. Mm. Well, no, that that's not. I don't think that's correct either. Like, I, I go back to what I said before. Like, I if a game is terrible throughout, there is no way the ending is going to make a difference. No, but like a lot of a lot of people don't. You're not only not finishing games because it's it's bad, though. Like, there are people who don't finish games not because they're bad, but because they're long. And and, and there, there's, there are differences with the video game industry as well, because, like, you're not paid for the amount of hours you well, are playing the game. Well, if you well, get that, given... well, that in itself is its own problem, because let's, let's be honest, there, some games are just too long. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah and, I, and there's... and Well, they are, but, like, sometimes they're long for what they are, and sometimes they're just long. You know, and and there are different, there are differences. Like, so for example, Persona Five. I just bring up this thing. Like, Persona Five can be a hundred hours long, and like it that is that a long game? Yes. Is it too long? I don't think it's too long, um, because it does what it sets out to do, and that's fine. 
and and I would think that most people who are giving Persona Five the review it, it needs should should finish that game. I think, but like, you know, if if the game was terrible, I would fair play if you want to just leave. I guess, but it, I I would imagine it had to be real bad for you to just go. I, I'm leaving. You know, for me, for me personally, I would be like, this game is real bad. I couldn't be bothered finishing it. Instead of this game's middling, I couldn't be bothered finishing it. Or this game's real good, but it's real long, so I couldn't be bothered finishing it. I don't. I I think you should endeavor to try and finish it. Sure. Hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's just more informative if you've played. I mean, granted, yeah, I I agree with that. Like, you should definitely at least make an effort. So but at the same time, I don't think it's like a necessity. I've got I think a... if you're if you're being if you're being open and honest about how much hmm. you played, I mean, I think it's down to the readers. That's that's uh, your your, your, your point is fair. You need to be open and honest about how much you played. But how many reviews start off with "I only played this game for twelve hours and it's twenty five"? Yeah, more and more often. I mean, okay. if we're being honest about it, the more video games go towards the. Uh, the model they are more, well, the, more the live servicing but i mean i'm talking about a, a a complete a complete video game with an ending i played yeah, this this, this you, 25 you hour see... game for 12 hours yeah but yeah no i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is i think it's up to the reader's choice i think it's the read it's up to the reader if they if that's okay by them and if not just sure. go and find someone else sure. who probably has well, so, yeah I well it's, it's like, it's, it's like... Hmm. sorry charles uh, sorry charlie to cut you off it's right. it's kind of like um the um, with the live service. It's, it's like tr- you can't review a game like let's say World of Warcraft. Hmm. I mean, you can review. So the the, the there's a difference uh, in in like reviewing and and a lot of those games like World of Warcraft particularly have reviews in progress uh, until someone has played however fucking many hours of the game until they can put a, a score in. But like you can review expansions, for example. Like you wouldn't reviewing you wouldn't be reviewing World of Warcraft, you'd be reviewing Shadowlands expansion for World of Warcraft. Um you wouldn't be reviewing necessarily Sea of Thieves, you'd review Sea of Thieves season one and, and what that was like. You know? Uh and and so an example I'm gonna bring up is something that I, I, I've seen recently is Tales of Arise. Um which I mean someone that I'm friends with seems to think that most people who fin- who played that game didn't finish it. Most reviewers who, play, who played that game didn't finish it because the reviews for the game were incredibly positive all around everyone saying it's a very good game um however it drops off very hard at the end apparently as according to user user reviews are saying it drops off really hard at the end um so there's this big gap there between user reviews who have finished the game and gone okay it was good up to a certain point and then it stopped being good. And the the critic reviews where they go, this is a good game. But they don't mention I, whether they f- finished it or not. They were like, okay, the story's really good. I was enthralled. I was excited. They don't mention how many hours of that game they played. They don't mention about the ending falling off particularly. Maybe it didn't for them. I don't know. Because you know, I've not played it myself. But... You know, like the fact that so many user reviews are going, yeah, the ending falls off, and not one critic review mentions that 
sure so there's there's a matter of opinion there but is there also a matter of these re these critic reviews haven't finished the game haven't reached to the end credits because it was too long and then at that point they're not able to fully inform the the viewer that like hey maybe this game isn't fully worth your your full attention because if you're so invested in the game and it falls apart you know that that becomes a bad game doesn't it I also, but again, I guess, I guess it's, I guess why I say it is because I'm informed by the idea of like, I just think reviews are outdated and pointless anyway. Like, sure. I get it. I understand why they exist, but mm -hmm. like, I think they're so formulaic and by numbers a lot of the time that it's just kind of like, really like, for example, like Far Cry 6 has come out this week, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. has received an, an interesting reaction in that there's a sex, a section of people who have gone, yo, this game is more Far Cry and that's really good. And then there's another section of people who've gone. This game is more Far Cry, and I'm bored as fuck by I mean, that, it. I that's the, that is right, the... which, is, which is interesting, right? It's fun. But I think, but I think the breadth of a review can't really cover that idea. And the one that really no. struck me was I know Vice Waypoint, uh, Waypoint Vice, video games vertical. Um, I I the, I think the either the headline or the tagline underneath or something was like was something like. This isn't a review because I genuinely just can't play this anymore. And it's sure. that kind of idea of just like, I feel like actually, like reviews, like I like I get why they exist and they literally always will exist. So this is almost in a completely course, pointless yeah. opinion because there's nothing, this will never, ever, ever change. But I feel like they're just so superfluous most of the time. And like... Especially for big games like Far Cry though. It's just like... like for anything i just I feel like so. i feel like for the idea of like a review of something mm. i feel like you can get your point way more interestingly across in like an actual article written in a, in a way that's not like you're having to hit certain points you know and i think I that's think... kind of why that's kind of what i'm saying to mm. an extent like it's or is, or is at least informing my idea of like well i don't think you necessarily need to finish a game have to because i think be you like can that, talk though. to like a deep extent about a game like say far cry mm. uh, 6 and the problem that you might have far cry, far cry 6 or whatever without having to play the entirety of far cry 6 you could just say do you know what it's fucking more far cry i i just can't be asked sitting and playing through this goddamn ubisoft map them up you know what i mean like it just <laughs> whatever it exists mm. and i feel like you can have those sort of conversations way in a way more interesting fashion than like a review and it's like i like reviews i'm fine with reviews but like i often feel like there's this sort of like structure to them and, is, and i feel like is. it's weird i feel like we got away from it for a while i feel like five ten years ago really? there was a period where we were moving in a slightly more interesting direction because we'd moved out of that era of like right the sound in this game is a six the graphics are a mm. seven blah 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 blah. the gameplay is a five like we got away from that sort of like tech structure of reviews and into something more like talking about the game and like we've ever been in that i don't think we've ever been in that place but i, I think a review can be that it's just not in the video game set in, in the video game world and there's but a I, yeah i get but that's what i mean i feel like we're in a we're in a stage where we're like like especially again especially in a world where we're moving towards more and more live service games mm. i feel like we need to find a more interesting way of covering these things mm. rather than putting review in progress of like Sh sure. whatever yeah, yeah, FIFA yeah, yeah, yeah. 22 or whatever's come out and it's just like mm. 
I, the new Pez is an example of something that, like, for example, you can't really you can't really cover eFootball things two in a review because, like, it's come out and they're, they've called it the release. They've not called it a demo or anything. Yeah. But what you're getting is essentially a demo. So I saw, like, I, I was watching um, IGN's review of eFootball 2022 earlier, uh, mm. last this week, um, which they called a review in progress. Yeah, and yeah. they and they they gave a number with the caveat of if we were to review it right now, the short, um, yeah, yeah, which by the way is a two. So thank you very much, everyone. I mm. told you, um, like, but I think that's I feel valid. like in the era of that sort of stuff, I feel like reviews are just almost superfluous to an extent. They just feel like they feel like we're doing them for because we feel like we need to do them Maybe. as opposed to like what's the most interesting and what's the most interesting way to cover this game. Mm. Mm. You know, I so I I agree. But then again, hey, the clickbait of mm. insert X game review is always going to win out over everything because the clickbait is strong. The thing is, I agree with you, but then I also kind of the the issue is that I I try and go there with my reviews, and that's probably why my game reviews aren't as. And we talked about this last week, but like my game reviews, I struggle with. That's because I try and go with that like to that place to talk to, about them in an interesting way instead of just the game the graphics of this the sound does this the whatever because i think like you know games do need to be talked about like that and i i 100 agree with you that like it's kind of superfluous and like and the far cry examples fucking you know whatever right because everyone knows how the fuck far cry plays and and ubisoft are never going to change that fucking formula so like far cry 207 is going to be exactly the same as far cry 4 and, and you just literally copy-paste the fucking review from Far Cry 4 on Far Cry 211. And and it, it, it's meaning meaningfully the, basically exactly the same. Um, whereas I've seen a lot of... And I have seen it on, on Twitter, to be fair. I've seen a lot of people talking about um, the idea of people who are white, particularly, or people who don't grow up in, in countries like the ones uh, pictured in Far Cry 6. Not necessarily understanding Far Cry Six because they won't because it's just Far Cry, right? But to people who live in those countries and stuff like that, there's this whole cockfighting Tekken mini game that fucking happens in there, and and like a lot of people from countries like wherever Far Cry Six is the imaginary country is, um, are a bit like you know what this makes me feel a bit more at home, whereas most people are kind of like. Why have we got a cockfighting mini game in twenty twenty one? Yeah, I just I, so we don't know the culture of the okay. game. We don't. We, I I couldn't review Far Cry Six because I don't know the culture of the game, right? I mean, I could review Far Cry Six, and most of my review of Far Cry Six would probably be built up with, "It's Far Cry. You walk around the map, you shoot a dude. You know, that's Far I think, Cry." I think anyone can review anything, though. But like, I don't think we can. What what the point the point being there is that we need to have a more interesting conversation about the cultural aspects of Far Cry Six and not go, do you know what Far Cry Six? It's like Far Cry Five, only we're in a different country now, and there's a dude who does Tekken cockfighting. You know, instead of that, we need to have a bunch of people who understand the culture of of fucking imaginary Cuba. And have a talk about how Far Cry Six is culturally relevant to imaginary Cuba, 
um, a real life Cuba and go, you know, this is what it's like, or like I didn't like this because this is stupid and makes no sense, and the people who wrote Far Cry don't know what it's like here or whatever, you know, like they need to have the interesting. I don't think that we would be able to talk on that because we don't come from. We wouldn't be able to have that interesting conversation. I don't think so. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree. And like, there's a like so. Not to, to labor the point because we want to make that into a separate thing, but we're playing Night in the Woods now. Like I'm playing Night in the Woods, and like a lot of people who don't come from small towns where lots of uh like lots of people had just sort of given up on the idea of ever leaving that town or or whatever. Like and, and maybe this is going too much of the game, but like lots of people who don't come from small towns, for example, probably won't be able to relate as well to Night in the Woods as people who do. A lot of people who you know like don't necessarily go through the themes of 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 whatever jet the far shores themes are may not be able to discuss it in in such an interesting way um and, and i think yeah far cry 6 the review is superfluous you're right the review for far cry 6 is superfluous because you go oh, it's far cry did you like far cry 5 cool you'll like far cry 6 did you like far cry did you not like far cry 5? well fucking you're not going to enjoy far cry 6 then. you know I mean, it's superfluous, but I also think it's. But I just think it's to a point where you just go, well, I, I don't think like you need to sit there and go through every minute of a campaign sure. to go actually. But I think you do especially, to talk about especially it in things. games. Again, it's very different. Again, again, games. It, we can compare them to other mediums, but also at the same time, it's difficult because not only are other mediums significantly shorter, yeah. but also other mediums you don't directly interact with no no true, 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 true. you know you watch a film you listen to an album you don't play an album you don't play a film it's mm -hmm. they're different mediums in that sense so yeah like again there's 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 like a whole different realm of like of like there's just a whole different aspect to the the medium than there is anything else so there's certainly there's certainly uh just something to think about in that realm i think it's 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 just one of those things i i i it's, it's one of those things because it's just again it's kind of pointless because they will always exist they literally oh, yeah, sure. always yeah, yeah, exist yeah, yeah. and i don't necessarily think yeah. they don't need to exist but i just feel like we we as we a, focus on them way too much like, like the idea of like there's a metacritic for everything and like oh what's the metacritic score for this game oh it's an eight that means it's shit you know like <laughs> oh it's not a 10 i hate everything I just think there's a fundamental Pointless. misunderstanding yeah. on what like, or a fundamental missing the point of what art kind of is, mm -hmm. and like boiling it down. We, yeah, and I'm I, not even saying boiling it down to numbers because I don't mind numbers in review scores. I don't mind no, metric that cool. much. But like, but like when you boil it down into like because we're we're, like we're treating them as thing. tech. We're treating them as tech. You we're reviewing video games as you would review a camera. Or as you would review anything, but it's, but instead of like, but we're just we're just not. Or a donut. We're just, we're just, we're just it's just all pointless. But it's life is fun. <laughs> we're just running around in circles, and it's just, you know. I it's just you know I feel like there is there is there's just a more interesting way to cover games out there, yeah. And we're actively ignoring it. For the status quo. Yeah, and it's like I don't understand why. For the sake of me, I really don't understand why. 
well, I get it. It's because there's a significant portion of people out there who play games who'd be like, oh, I want my... Why isn't like, this an objective opinion? Yeah, I'd just prefer us to not waste our Tell time. Tell me about how the graphics look good. That's all I care about. Can I shoot a man with my gun? Yes, it's a good game. Also, complete and utter side note, uh, I'm, I've got a feeling the next Far Cry might be significantly different. Oh, really? Well, I don't know, but like, I'm just thinking, I'm just comparing it to Assassin's Creed, and there was like, the, the reaction to Far Cry 6 feels mm. very similar to the reactions of like, syndicate yeah when, when people i feel like when people reason. start getting absolutely fed up of the same formula when they're when they're kind of forced to change is when we actually do see a change and i feel like that is what happened with assassin's creed yeah i feel like exactly like when we were getting like syndicate and the embers of those for origins there was like a very palpable feeling of like mm. <sighs> well it's an assassin's creed game you know what that is like if you to like fair, it you like Assassin's Creed only started changing its formula after the game that completely broke, like that launched no, that's, completely that's what I'm saying, fucked. Like, it feels like those. That's the reception to this feels like the reception to those, mm. where it's like there's just a collective. Ugh, well, but I'd, I'd wager, I'd wager that Far Cry Seven. I don't know how well Far Cry Six sold, but I'd wager that Far Cry Seven needs to have like a straight up breaking, like Assassin's Creed Unity. In order for Ubisoft to go, hold on a minute, why is this not working? Well, unless I they've learned their lesson, uh, potentially, but at the same time, doesn't like, seem like they have. I I don't think you can say that out loud, but like I think like, <laughs> like when you look at like Far Cry Six is Metacritic, yeah. it's seventy five. It is, yeah. There is a significant downturn in the reception these games are getting right now. Like a significant downturn. Because even up to five, there were these feelings that these feelings aren't new. These feelings did exist in five, but five still had the feeling of like it still has fun gameplay and you can run around and do all these different things. And like there was mm. like the politics thing that happened with Far Cry 5. But at the same time, like the general consensus was like, hey, it's more Far Cry. And like, you know, that is what it is, but at least it's still fun. I guess there's Whereas been a now sort we're at of the stage where they're just going. Now they're just going, yeah, yeah, it's Far Cry. Like, like and looking like, at the at steady point... decrease here, we've got Far Cry 3 at 88, Far Cry 4 at 85, Far Cry 5 at 82, 81, 78, and then Far Cry 6 at 75, 76. There is a, I... a steady, but slow, to be fair, decline. I don't, it's, I don't I'm not saying it's going to be completely different, but what I'm saying is, is like, it feels like the dying embers of the original Assassin's Creed games where there was like a sort of like, and the thing is, is Far Cry is, they're a lot further apart. I mean, Far Cry 4 yeah, was are. the beginning yeah, of the yeah. PS4 generation. Yeah. Far Cry 5 was towards the end yeah. of Far Cry 6. The fact that we've so not, like, that we're not on Far Cry 10 already is, you know. Yeah, so it's very different in that sense, yeah. but we'll see. But I, I wouldn't surprise me if Far Cry 7 turns out to be, Signif not significantly, but at least somewhat more different than you would be. Surprisingly different, maybe. Hmm. What, what about who remembers Far Cry? Who got Far Cry? Far Cry goes Ooga Booga with Far Cry Primal. Far Cry Primal. Yeah, Far Cry Primal. Uh, I will tell you that Far Cry Primal is uh, substantially lower on Metacritic than the other Far Cry games. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Far Cry Primal Wars. Uh, they yeah. tried to redo Blood Dragon, but they did not know what to do with their lives. I, I didn't enjoy Far Cry Primal. <laughs> not very much. 
yeah. I guess that's it though for today. You hang on, you hang on. You played Far Cry Primal. I review I review I reviewed Far Cry Primal. Did you? Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I can't remember sorry. what I gave it, but it's like a I'm I'm pretty sure I was I can't imagine it. I can't, there are very, very few games I can imagine. There are very few game series I can imagine are less for you than Far Cry. I liked Far Cry 2 and 3 a bit. Yeah, the interesting ones. <clears throat> who who doesn't who doesn't love burning the weed farm in Far Cry 3? Yeah, that's like that's the bit where Far Cry becomes like I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, sure, Far Cry. And I was somewhat interested in Far Cry 4. Like, I enjoyed Far Cry 2 and 3, and I was somewhat interested in Far Cry 4, but I played Far well, Cry 5 and I was like, yeah. Ubisoft will just be Ubisoft, I guess, and they'll just make the same thing over and over again until yeah, they're been... forced to make a change. There's been a big point where I've just stopped being interested in Ubisoft games, to be fair. <laughs> the yeah, one, the one interesting thing they ever did, yeah. they killed. <laughs> Which one's that? It's Far Cry 4. Because that was the one where, because that was the one where everyone looked at it and went, "Oh, they've done Far Cry 3 again." Yeah, yeah. Well, no, what was the game that that Louis was talking about? That there was no. I was talking about like the the Ubi art stuff. Oh yeah, the Ubi art stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the one interesting they ever did, they just killed. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, well, I think that's it for today. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, who's been listening. I'm quite depressed now. I know we uh, we want to leave on a depressing note. I know I didn't want to say that I disagree, but then we go with me, you know what I mean? No. Because that's another eight hours of talking about Ubisoft that we don't need. We, no one needs. Nobody needs. No. Uh, thank you very much, everyone who came to watch. Uh, it's been, been nice having you here. Um, if you are about tomorrow, Sunday at 8.30, uh, we'll be playing some Jackbox on our Twitch forward slash sometimes video games. Uh, come give us a follow, come join in and have fun with us. Um, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.